successful media and public affairs consultant, accomplished entrepreneur and national writer and contributor, attorney who served in the Missouri House of Representatives, worked in the White House and CNN, thought leader, entrepreneur, and host who takes the conversation to the next level. Prepare to get rare access to fascinating guests. You're connected. You have the it factor. You've joined Grill Nation. Everybody over there. Get a hooter. Connect with Jason on Twitter at Jason Grill. Connect with the show on Twitter at Grill Nation Show. And online at GrillNationShow.com. Welcome your host of Grill Nation. Always dressed up and ready to go even in a radio studio. Here's Jason Grill. Hello everybody, it's Jason Grill, host of the Grill Nation Show. Thanks for joining us today if you're listening on the radio on KMBZ 980 AM, if you're joining us on podcast networks, or if you are on our website, grillnationshow.com. We greatly appreciate it. We are going to have a really fun and informative show today. It's going to be awesome. And if you want to connect with me, you can find me on social media. Just search uh, for Jason Grill on Twitter at Jason Grill and at Grill Nation Show. Also on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn at Jason Grill. And as always, we like to uh, collaborate. So if you want to be a guest on the show or partner or sponsor the Grill Nation Show with Jason Grill, we would love to hear from you. Connect with me at uh, grillnationshow at gmail.com. Today's show is going to be awesome. As I said, I am joined now by the uh, founder of Imperial Golf. The website is imperialgolfkc.com. Welcome to the show, John Snyder. How are you today, John? Doing great, man. Doing great. Thanks for having me on. We're going to talk about yeah. so many things about my golf game, what you do at Imperial Golf. What's your instruction look like? The simulator, we'll probably get into that. Your growth, all these different things. It's going to be a fun show. But first off, tell me about uh, yourself. Let's get into kind of your background and journey uh, so we know more about you before we get into your business. Well, I can give you some um, some broad background. I actually grew up in eastern Iowa uh, on a farm of all places. What Didn't grow up in the country club. Um, but... But yeah, I just kind of fell in love with golf because of uh, grandfather. Pretty typical story. But uh, he was a big baseball player and a big golfer, and he got me actually into both of those sports. And uh, he actually passed away when I was pretty young, 10 years old. He passed away from, uh, from, from cancer, prostate cancer. Uh, but he was my only source for golf, and, and my parents didn't really play. My brother dabbled in it, but... Small town Iowa, there wasn't, you know, there's not golf instructors and pastors just hanging out. So, you know, it, it was it was kind of a self-learning experience. And I pulled from baseball and other sports. But um, and so really growing up, it was pretty, pretty limited. And then until high school, moved to town and, and got onto the varsity team there freshman year. And that's when golf really started to to take hold. And it kind of took over my, my life because baseball was originally my big sport. I don't know if you knew that or not, but I it's so much, uh, you could have been it in that. Home looks, looks like a baseball swing. That's not a good thing. Cause if, if I have a baseball swing and golf, we're screwed. I know, I know. Okay. <laughs> yeah. but you played baseball yeah, but, as well. You had a love for baseball. Yeah. yeah. So I was a pitcher growing up and played a bunch of leagues and, and, uh, Really wanted to be pretty serious with that for a while, but had uh, some issues with 
an ankle and some other physical issues that kind of kept me from those more intense sports. So golf, golf took over and believe it or not, I even dabbled in, in teaching a bit when I was young, not that I was qualified. (laughs) (laughs) So so, so take us through the journey then. So after you, you played in high school, you went to college, you did all the golfing stuff. When did you like start taking it seriously that I can like make a living out of this? Um, Well, that's, yeah, that's a different story because in high school, I mean, I was taking it seriously in high school, played a lot of tournaments, started playing AJGA. I don't know if you know what that is. That's a junior golf association. That's when I got a real taste of like seriously good players. Uh, You know, I was shooting an 84 at 14 years old thinking I was pretty hot stuff. And you meet these other 14 year olds shooting 68s. It kind of puts you into reality. (laughs) so yeah i had a lot of work to do but um i i actually went to uh iowa state for two years to study landscape architecture and so i had an interest in like golf course design and kind of taking that route but um that's a pretty limited route i don't know if you if you're aware of that but landscape architecture you're more designing someone's backyard than you are golf courses so you you don't just jump into golf course design but you have to kind of get invited into it but so and then I actually took a year off from college and went into AmeriCorps for a year AmeriCorps is like a, a national service program essentially and you just do projects around the country for for a year and and that was kind of the year that gave me some time to think about what I really want to do with my life and career. And so I would have to credit AmeriCorps in that year to kind of help me find myself, I guess. And that's when it came more in, into clarity that, that golf was something I needed to pursue. I just didn't know how to. And interestingly, that's, that's how I met JT too. JT went to the Golf Academy of America with me uh, in Myrtle Beach and we met there. Um, so it, JT works with you at Imperial golf. So yeah, it's a, it's a cool story, man. We've been, we'll, we'll, we'll get into that more in the yeah, second. Yeah, the, the absolutely. Topic. But yeah. you, you didn't go to Myrtle beach then. What is that like the golf academy? Uh, for a farm boy from Iowa, a bit weird. It was a <laughs> bit of a culture shock, but, um, I loved it overall. It was a good experience. We got in touch with a lot of, inspirational people. There were some mentors that I had that held really cool positions. One of my mentors was the GM at TPC Scottsdale, actually, for 14 years or something like that. I'll let everyone listening know uh, that I actually birdied the 16th hole at TPC Scottsdale. Oh, you did? Nice. It was in December of 2016 or 17. I can't remember. Uh, Yeah. And uh, they had the stadium being built. And yep, my, caddy, yep, yep. my caddy that day caddied for Kenny Perry on the, uh, I think that's his Oh, wow. Perry, on the tour. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, that was my only birdie that day. So, and that was yeah. <laughs> golf club. Well, so if I still yeah. see it, I don't know. But John, uh, that's a cool story. So you, yeah. so you went out and, uh, what do they do at the golf academy? What, when you leave the golf academy, what what do you do after that? What, what, what were you thinking of doing then? Well, so um, truth be told, like going into it, just to give you a little bit of quick background, I didn't really know how to pursue golf at first. Just again, not growing in that whole atmosphere of the country club and knowing the steps. 
Um, I wasn't sure. I knew I wanted to be in golf. I just wasn't sure how. So the Golf Academy of America was literally the byproduct of a few commercials and and some web searches. <laughs> I didn't really, I didn't know what the heck I was looking for. Um, again, so it, it was one option. There are other options. There's PGM programs. You can go to these four-year full, like four-year college degree PGM programs. I had already done two years of college, didn't know how I wanted to go forward. So Golf Academy of America is just what I picked. Um, and there are, there were other options. Uh, and then beyond that, it's just a starting point really with, you can kind of branch off. I mean, it doesn't have to be just teaching. So Golf Academy of America is like a starting point for, you know, many different careers in the golf industry, basically. Yeah. I kind of angled towards teaching quickly though, because they have like advanced teaching classes and sports psychology and anatomy and stuff like that. I, I really kind of angled it that quick. That's interesting. John Snyder is our guest on the Grill Nation show. He's the founder of Imperial Golf. Their website is imperialgolfkc.com. We're going to get more into that and kind of how you grew your business, and we'll, we'll follow up from there after the break. You're listening to the Grill Nation show with Jason Grill. Thanks for joining us today. show with Jason Grill. I appreciate you joining us today. Again, however you're listening, uh, you connect with us online at grillnationshow.com. I want to get right back to our guest. There's so much to talk about with John Snyder, who is the founder of Imperial Golf. The website is imperialgolfkc.com. John, um, give us the Reader's Digest version real briefly and pick up where we were about, you know, you leave the academy, what's next? You came to Kansas City. You're not a native Kansas City. And how, how did that translate? Nope. Well, I mean, first of all, I'm from, being from Iowa, the people here in Kansas City are very similar. So it was an easy, it was an easy transition for sure. Uh, came came here for a job originally. So in 2000. 13, I think that would have been, or end of 12, 2012. Came here for a job actually with Edwin Watts Golf Academy. They were partnered with uh, Edwin Watts, if you know Edwin Watts Retail. Um, and they had already established business going. So got going with them for probably a good year and a half. They had some some business troubles and, and ways that they ran the business that weren't going weren't gonna to stick. So it just kind of fizzled out and they ended up having to kind of shut down their whole operation, which is really what bridged the gap to us uh, starting Imperial Golf. And okay. so that's, that's really how Imperial Golf got started was we had this following of a year to a year and a half of clients and we basically pulled them over to to our new facility okay so take us through what imperial golf is like what do you do uh give us the uh, elevator pitch on imperial golf imperial golf is essentially an indoor training facility we use uh high-speed video we record all of our lessons in our programs we also utilize simulator tech so we have a flight scope uh in the back room might as well plug our uh, expansion. We're actually getting ready to build on and add a whole new simulator unit from Foresight Sports. Pretty excited about that. Um, and then we do some fitting on the side as well. So we actually work currently with uh, Mizuno Golf, and we're, we're considering kind of brand, uh, branching out into some other brands and becoming more of a fitting center complementary in a sense. But um, 
we're, we're primarily an instructional studio. That's what we do. It's what most of our hours are spent doing. So you have, you have, you have the, the lessons. Okay. So yeah. when did you actually like know that this could be something, I mean, you said you, you had some clients that you, you met in your prior job, but of course, like yeah. now that you've started your own business, uh, yeah. golfkc.com, you have partners, you have, uh, yeah. you know, JT's there instructing as well. Like, yeah. did you know you could actually, this could be something, uh, that could be a financial livelihood for your business. Um, do you like honesty on this show? Yeah, yeah, we do. <laughs> we have business owners, entrepreneurs, yeah. golfers, yeah. To be candid, dude, I like. I don't really have a moment. There, yeah. there wasn't a moment. I was, I was, I was scared the whole time. I'm still scared. I'm just working. <laughs> so we work our butts off. We study hard, but I mean. The golf business is fun, but it's just as savage as, as any other business. You know, you still have competitors, your, your reputation's on the line every day. And, and so there wasn't a moment where I was just like, oh, this is obviously going to just take off. Um, there's a lot of ups and downs to be very candid about business. There's probably more downs in the beginning than ups. <laughs> yeah. And that's because you're starting from zero. I mean, we pulled some clients over, but we had zero money. We had nothing. I mean, it was terrifying, you know, so. But you knew you loved doing it. You knew you loved, <laughs> yeah. you knew yeah. you loved the game of golf, obviously. So that's why you yeah. did it. And, uh, Absolutely, yeah. And just so our listeners know, your location is up in Parkville. Uh, yep. I didn't mention that yet. And uh, near Parkville the – Parkville Commons, yeah. Yeah, Parkville Commons near the yeah. near the Nick and Jake's up there, somewhere in that area, yeah. if you've been familiar with that, close to 64th Street and, you know. Really close to the YMCA. Yeah, close yeah. to the YMCA in the downtown yeah. Parkville area, uh, yeah. the City Hall and whatnot. Um, okay, so you, you did connect with uh, JT. Uh, yes. Tell us about him and kind of what he does with you and how that how that relationship has grown. Uh, I can get, try to give you a quick background on him and then what he does for me. He he was someone that I met at the golf academy. We became friends at the golf academy in school, um, and so it was one. I guess a quick side note story to that. One thing that's kind of funny: Imperial Golf actually was thought up as a name and a business while we were in college. Really? Which kind of makes it a little, yeah. Cause one of our projects was to do a mock business, basically start our own, you know, instructional or fitting company. And we came up with the name Imperial golf and had kind of thought this through a little bit years before it happened. So it's kind of funny. We came full circle and utilized that name. You guys so, your academy in South Carolina yep, and you yep. came back to Kansas city as well. Yeah. So for whatever reason, we, we were pulled both to Kansas city with the same company. We got pretty lucky. We were able to, to work together to start out, which I think was, I mean, it was a great thing. JT and I got to know each other better and, and see how each other works and whatnot. And so, um, it was a development period for sure. Edwin Watts was great because it was a development period. It kind of helped us learn how to become better coaches and whatnot. So, and then I won't tell the whole story of JT going back and forth because he moved around the country like four or five times. It was kind of insane. He, he, he didn't start Imperial with me. I was actually had an ex business partner that I, I bought out in 2017 um, and JT had kind of his own things going. He was moving around the country a few times and, and I pulled him back here, uh, a few years ago and, and that's when we kind of got him going. So I love it. I yeah. love it. And, you know, he's always there teaching as well. 
Yeah. Uh, John Snyder is with us. He is the uh, founder of Imperial Golf. Their website is imperialgolfkc.com. They do swing analysis. They do golf lessons. They do programs. They do fittings for their clubs. Uh, they have a golf simulator. Uh, they're expanding with a uh, expansion. Tell us about that again. So, so your next, you're, you're going to be expanding right next door, correct? Yeah, absolutely. We're uh, pretty stoked about that. It's it's not a big expansion, only about 800 square feet or so, but we just wanted enough space for a whole new simulator setup because we want to grow our public use and also fitting. Uh, plus, we're excited to update to a whole new system. I mean, the accuracy of it's supposed to be top notch and it's the GC Hawk unit from Foresight Sports. So, And we're building an office and Everyone knows that you need an office, right? You need to be able to shut your door once in a while. So I'm yeah. excited for that too. <laughs> <laughs> it, it'll help me be a little more productive. Uh, you know, you guys, you guys work with uh, all ages. I mean, I go in there sometimes. Yes. There's like there's uh, a high school kid yeah. who's way better at golf than me, and then you'll have like a an older person yeah. retired in there too. Yeah. And, and, then you'll, and then you'll even have Jason in there too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys, you guys, him a golf fans yeah. all ages. From you, yeah. are not only yeah. competitive, uh, yeah. uh, you know, people trying to do better in golf, but also Harry's yeah. trying yeah. to break ninety. Yeah, which um, you know, that's it's a tough dynamic because you can kind of choose to narrow down your client base at some point if you want to. I mean, that's the, the whole thing with teaching is: do you want to angle it towards competitive or the casual golfer or whatever? You know, we're still we're pretty broad, but it's. It's more from a sense of we like bringing golf to people in general. It doesn't really matter what their skill level is um, or their age. That being said, our one requirement with every client is that they're passionate and that they want to be there. Because if they're there, you know, stressing or wasting our time, it's it's not as worth it for us. So that's our one thing is we want you to be engaged and, and really following the process. So. Yeah, and yeah. we'll get into that yeah. process in the next thing. Yeah. I think that, um, you know, I've been doing 30-minute lessons once a week for uh, yeah. 16 weeks now. Wow. Yeah. I actually committed to that. I've never done anything like that in my life. Uh, never played golf growing up. Only started yeah. playing golf, um, man, probably five years ago, seriously, maybe less. Uh, but anyway, yeah. uh, just never. That, never that's it. how recent you started. I've, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Only I mean, five I years ago. I scrambles, you know, when I was yeah. out of politics, but. <clears throat> Actually, mm -hmm. like when I joined the Deuce, that was probably like 2017, and that's when I started oh, yeah. like playing more and then traveling more and, and enjoying yeah. it more. So, um, but anyways, we'll get into that next segment. You're going to critique me. Um, yeah. <laughs> best lesson learned when owning a business. What is the best lesson you've learned, John Snyder from ImperialGolfKC.com, um, since you started? Uh, there's a lot of lessons, and I would say. I mean, it's kind of general, but patience. Patience is like the biggest one. And I mean, well, there's, there's clients as well. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, it goes both ways, doesn't it? So, I, I mean, really from a standpoint of business is a long, it's a marathon, especially when you're doing what we're doing. It's not like we're cranking out, you know, some chintzy product on a factory line. So it's, <laughs> this is more relationship building and long-term. And so it's weight on us. You know, I, I tend not to be too emotional of a guy, but like, uh, as far as the psyche part of instruction, I mean, I'm telling you, it's, it's tiring. I mean, it takes a lot of energy out of you to do this like every day, all day, 
through the whole week. Mm-hmm. Uh, we love it, of course. I wouldn't keep doing doing it if we didn't. But um, so yeah, I'd have to say patience is kind of kind of the key, and I'm still learning it. Yeah. It's not like I'm done. <laughs> I'm good now. No, it's like an everyday practice. So before we go to break, we got 45 seconds left in the segment. Tell yeah. us kind of how you grew the most. I mean, obviously references, uh, yeah. social media, Jay yeah. does a good job yeah. of marketing. Uh, yeah. Is, that, is yeah. that how you grow? Because Or is it just software's getting better? It's both. Uh, JT, shout out to JT because he's been just freaking phenomenal. I mean, he his use of social media and ability to connect with people across the country, I couldn't do it because it stresses me out. I like running a business. I don't really want to engage at that level, but, yeah. but he does a phenomenal job. And then obviously referrals are huge, you know? So if we do well with people, they tend to, they tend to refer uh, their friends and family to us. Let me just tell you this, John, um, a friend of mine who I brought to the simulator last weekend has just started playing and mm-hmm. I gave him like a couple little tips that you had given me and sending me Uh-oh. messages already. that's a big that's a big uh uh-oh he's getting (laughs) off on his swing so i'm just telling you man stay in your lane if someone's (laughs) shaking the ball or someone asks i will now give them some of the little things that you've given me as tidbits so maybe we'll get them in there to work with you at some point but i have to let you know that we're gonna go to break real nation show with jason grill joined today by john snyder who's the founder of imperial golf their website is imperialgolfkc.com check it out we'll be right back The Grill Nation Show with Jason Grill. Again, I am joined today by John Snyder, who's the founder of Imperial Golf. Their website is imperialgolfkc.com. I had the opportunity to get serious about golf, and this is not a sponsored show. This is not a promotional thing. This is truly, I, I, I walked in there, I saw an ad on Groupon at some point, and I said, you know what? I actually want to get better at golf. So I went to John, and he's, uh, he's attempting to help me. It's John, gone well. Yeah, you're right. John Snyder is with us. Okay, so what what happens? What does the process look like when 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 uh, you know Jason Grill walks in there, an average golfer walks in there who plays you know once every couple of weeks? What what happens next? I mean, you you just kind of align like a program with them, and uh, you get started. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's a there's obviously a general process on one side of it, but it's also very specific to the person. I'm sure you can imagine, right? Because of Skill level, athletic ability, uh, psychological ability, which might sound funny, but I mean, mental game, mental game is the big assessment we're making in that analysis. And a lot of people don't realize that it's not meant to scare you. It's just like we're, we're trying to mentally assess where you're at with the game and how you manage the course and how you manage your rounds and, and whatnot. So, but typically speaking, the process starts out with a fundamental breakdown, which is, is pretty standard. Um, there's got to be some type of analysis done. So we start with a swing analysis, which you did on Groupon. That's why we put that out there. Um, and that swing analysis is really meant to provide a baseline for the player. It's to help you understand where a lot of your fundamental problems are. And uh, essentially, we're, we're concerned about fixing the things that need fixing, not necessarily just tearing the whole swing apart. There's this like absolute aura, I guess, around golf instruction that people are afraid to change things and you were alluding to that earlier, that change is terrifying. And it is, but 
the fact is a golf instructor really doesn't want to make you less confident because that would be bad for us. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, so we only want to dabble in the things that really need help and we don't really want to tear apart stuff that's working. So, but there is concrete standards for that. So when you're videotaping, you're hoping to show that student that, uh, okay, as Golf Channel tells you to swing your swing, there aren't a million ways to hit a golf ball, right? There might be some flare differences, but how you get to the ball is pretty constant when, when you go pro by pro. And so there are concrete things there. It's important for us to lay those down so people aren't thinking, man, I watch YouTube and there's like a thousand ways to do this. Why can't I just apply my own magic, you know? But there are some constants. So fundamentals first. And then our hope is to get through that with the student so we can start delving into like mental game and and strategy on the course, because that's really where we have more fun. Uh, To be honest with you, we're not challenged very much by the physical side of improvement. And I don't mean that in a in a smart way. It's just that's the easy part. I mean, fixing swing plane and posture and setup, like all those routines are easy. It's almost written for us. What we're more interested in is is really beyond that delving into a player's mental game and how they navigate around the course. So that's that's kind of what we want to get to. Yeah. And uh, we haven't gotten there yet with me. So uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, that's not totally true. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is the uh, what is kind of the average length of time that you, you spend with someone uh, with the lessons and whatnot? Um, I would say it's it's still pretty common to see someone for a 16-week program. We do get a lot of people that continue going after that. And, and our goal is they're doing that because they've seen their progress and achieved their goals. I don't really don't want to have to keep someone around because they're still struggling. That would be, again, really bad news. So most people are re-upping and, and continuing because they set new goals and they're excited to go further with it. And they've kind of seen that they can really accomplish some things. Um, so, yeah, that's that's it's probably, you know, a 16 to 16 to 32 week time frame for most people. And yeah. that, sound, that sounds like a lot. But, you know, when you think that it's a half hour once a week. It and goes you add that yeah it goes by fast and you add that all up it's not even that much time you know your program you did in the first one was 8 hours long essentially so yeah so if, if i went, if i paid you yeah. money and i just said hey yeah. john you're going to be with me for three straight days or two it would be you well, it would be useless and Sunday, saturday yeah. and sunday essentially yeah. that'd be 16 hours which is essentially 32 yeah. training yeah. it's like which people do that Right. Because they they go to the McLean schools and the Haney schools and pay them five grand to be there for two days. And then they come back and they're like, I'm not really any better. (laughs) And it's like, well, yeah, well, it's so much information and it's not the academy's fault. It's that, yeah, you've done this for two days. You have to go out and put the time in. Yeah. You know, it's an experience. It's an experience that they're paying for. So, uh it's great instruction. It's just, you need time. So that's why the half hour, not seeming like it's not a lot, it's there to just establish the process every week. And then it's up to you to go out and do the work and follow the directions we give you. And we try to be as clear as possible on that. John Snyder is our guest, Imperial Golf. Their website is imperialgolfkc.com. Okay, John, I started golf lessons with you um, personally. What are your thoughts? (laughs) <laughs> um, hold, where do I start? Where do I start? 
It has been an awesome experience, man. I I thoroughly enjoy working with you, and I'm not just saying that because we're on the camera. Uh, you you've uh, you've been a lot of fun to work with from the standpoint of obviously got a great personality. I'm just smoozing you now, you know, at this point. No, but uh, but no, it's <laughs> seriously, John. How am I doing with my golf swing? No more smoozing. No more schmoozing. No, you're doing great. Um, what I was going to say is, joking aside, that I enjoy working with people that are as engaged as you. And and if you can recommend more people to us that are as engaged as you are, I'll be very happy guy. So because um, these processes aren't easy, as you've been able to tell, right? It's been yeah. a fight. You've been really trying to learn the basis of swing plane. That's been your big fight. And you're getting there, definitely. Um, what would you say you're... 70% there, I, I would say, probably on swing plane. 75%. Yeah. So we've reached the, we've got yeah. swing yeah. plane, but then the problem is yeah. you, you've told me I need to use my yeah. lower body, which everyone uh, knows. Uh, it's just yeah. kind of getting the two to work together. Yeah, yeah. And you've actually already started to have moments doing it, but by no means is it natural for you yet. Um, but really, in my experience, you're in a pretty normal time frame. Right. For the average guy that's that's athletic as you are, like well, you have all the coordination, you have the you have the hand eye, um, you know, you're in no ways like are you behind the curve if probably anything you're ahead of it. You know, swing plane, it's not easy to learn how to deconstruct your whole golf swing and start over. So, yeah, I think you've done great, dude. I think you've done great. So fun my goal and I appreciate that, John. My goal yeah. is to to continue to improve to become a more consistent golfer to where I'm walking up to a swing and no matter where I'm at and I know I can I can hit the ball and it won't uh yeah. It won't shank. I mean, I know you're going to have bad golf shots. We don't do this yeah. like pros every single day of our lives, but Absolutely. Uh, just to get more of the mental consistency and the uh yeah. the swing consistency yeah. is my goal. And I, I will say this, I have um I have already flown through the first 16. I have decided I'm going to take 16 more lessons. So hopefully at the end of that, um, well, even if not, like hopefully we continue to improve. And that's kind of a goal of mine. Yeah. And uh, again, as your coach, that's all I want for you too. You know, there's in no way do we ever want to be wasting anyone's time. It's all about progression. So, you know, and then there are times where I get to a place with a student where they've hit their goals and we're happy with where their swing is. And I, I kind of kick them out of the nest. I, I don't really, I don't want to keep in, interrupting their process if they're settled, you know, and they're at a place that they want to be. So we do want to get to that point where you're just self-sufficient. I love it. Yeah. Uh, John Snyder is our guest today. John, what is your uh, favorite part of teaching golf? Um, boiling it down to simplistic, a simplistic view, just the interaction with people. I mean, I had, we had done another uh, podcast. I don't know if you saw it on our website. We posted on our website. It was with uh, a guy in town um, that does like a golf. It's kind of a golf specific uh, podcast. It's called Gripping Golf. Have you ever heard of it? I have not, but I'll check okay. it out. Yeah, we did a lot. It was like two and a half hours. Apparently a few beers and, and limited <laughs> time is not a good combination. That was a long, long talk. But I bring it up because he said something in that podcast that kind of hit me and I didn't even realize it, but we were talking about how passionate we were about instruction and whatnot. And he stopped me and said, John, I think you guys are just passionate about people. And I was like, I hadn't actually thought of it that way. I was just like, Oh, I love golf. You know, I love teaching, but 
that so that kind of hit me because I was like, yeah, that's true. I I do like socializing with people. I like learning about myself and how I can grow, and then helping other people grow. Yeah, that's a great answer. And I'll say that John yeah. has to like, kick me out uh, whenever I get up there for a lesson. I live thirty minutes away <laughs> now, and you know, you drive up there, and then you. You just get all these morsels, and then there's a line for so many students now because he's doing such good work. Uh, no, stop, he's man. Gotta, he's got to cut me off, man. He's got to be like, yeah. okay, done being it's, a simple person. I got to go to the next one. It's true. And I hope you understand it's nothing personal. No, I know. <laughs> um, okay, John, what are the best and worst parts of your golf game? I know you don't get to play very much, but I know you have been sneaking uh, away to play that's not, courses. Yeah, that's not totally true. Uh, I mean, the mantra that a teacher stops playing is is pretty true, but JT and I really, it's been a struggle, but we make a point to to stay on a regular schedule. So we're at minimum playing around a week, and most of the time right now we're getting in two rounds a week. So that's, that's not too bad for an instructor, because a lot of instructors go a month without playing, you know. Now, we don't get a ton of practice time, but truth be told, cultivation of skills is at a minimum right now, just because we don't have a lot of practice time. Uh, so we kind of like to joke that our current golf games are riding off history. <laughs> like all my past skills, I'm just utilizing all my past skills. My weakness is one that's been a weakness for a long time, which is long game. I can hit the driver really well. I can hit long clubs really well and then kind of just lose my rhythm randomly. It's it's hard to maintain that. For me, and I, and I in no way bragging about this, but strength is definitely short game and putting. And I'm a little odd in the sense that I can have no practice with short game or putting and still have feel yeah. for whatever reason. I just don't struggle there. And so thankfully it saves me. I mean, if you do get you know wayward on the long ball, you can kind of save yourself with short game and putting. John Snyder is our guest, ImperialGolfKC.com. We will be right back after the break. Thanks for joining us today on The Grill Nation Show with Jason Grill. Welcome back to the Grill Nation show with Jason Grill. Thanks for joining us on radio, on podcast, on our website, grillnationshow.com, where you can also watch all of our live stream shows that we've taped and see all the video of all the shows at our YouTube page. Just go to Grill Nation show with Jason Grill. Best for last segment here with John Snyder, founder of Imperial Golf. Their website is imperialgolfkc.com. John, what is your favorite golf course in Kansas City? Tough question. We we just played uh, we just played Hallbrook last week. You know that's up there. That's up there. I hadn't been there before and thought, wow, this place is gorgeous. It's really really neat. Shadow Glen is up there for us. Uh, we played Shadow Glen a year and a half ago and hadn't played that either. And I'd say that kind of blew me out of the water. I mean, in some ways, like I used to really like the National, but man, when we went to Shadow Glen, I was like, boy, the National is piddly sticks. Nothing against the national is not a clubhouse, man. Oh yeah, yeah, and it's nothing against the national. It just, I think Shadow Glen, from a course layout standpoint, just takes the cake. It's it's gorgeous. I need to play there. I need to play that one again. I've been there probably ten years for a scramble. John, favorite golf course in the U.S. you've ever played? That's. That's also kind of tough because I played a lot of great courses in Myrtle Beach when we were out there. We competed a lot out in Myrtle Beach. I did play TPC Sawgrass. That that deserves a mentioning. Um, the famous 17th at Sawgrass. 
which I parred, by the way. That's all that matters. It doesn't matter if I shot 84 or 76 or whatever. I parred yeah. 17. That's I did all not that par that whole <laughs> We did not shoot great. JT and I played it together, actually. Yeah, and, I uh, played in a we, rainstorm. I played actually pretty decent, but uh, but not too good yeah, yeah. at all. Um, we played we played from the tips, and I don't think we shot better than something like 78 or 79 or something. I can't remember. Beautiful course, so, beautiful condition. Yeah. What's a course yeah. you want to play that you haven't? That's always kind of been a lifelong dream. Anywhere in the world. Anywhere in the world. I mean, it's it's cliche to say Augusta, you know, but it's it's the truth. I mean, just to see the layout. I really like courses like Bandon. I haven't been to Bandon um, or even like Whistling Straits. You've been to Whistling Straits? I have, yes. I did play that. I was at a it's, wedding in Madison. Uh, yeah. I stayed in a Hampton Inn or some really bad hotel really close to that. Oh, yeah. And it cost me like 45 bucks for the night. I arrived at like midnight and got up at like 5.30 to play the golf course. Sounds like my thing, dude. I would have been there. My caddy was me straight. Shout out, Alex. was awesome. Great experience. I highly recommend it if you ever get up to Milwaukee. Well, you like that's the thing. I can't can't impress you because you've been to so many amazing golf courses. (laughs) Well, I mean, I just make it a priority if I'm going somewhere. I want to yeah. see if I can get away, but yeah. So you'd, yeah. Say, you'd say one of those kind of water courses. Yeah, yeah, and links. I I like that link style golf. It's just it's a different experience. I love it. So well, we got the uh, the open this week, so we'll be tuning yep. in. Best yeah. golf advice you've ever received? You said you had mentors. Uh, what what can yep. you share with our listeners? Well, and it plays a lot into what our focus is at Imperial. But um, best golf advice for me was pre PAT. PAT is the playing test for your. PGA stuff and all that. And it's a 36 hole day, basically you play two 18 hole rounds. And I, I had scanned the course a day or two before with uh, the head of tour operations of TaylorMade at the time. So he was working with like Dustin Johnson and all these other guys. And that was probably my most mind blowing experience was learning how to really manage the course. Cause I was already a competitive player per se, thought I was decent, but he really helped me understand how to, navigate the golf course and think about, you know, strategy and game management differently. So I know it's a broad answer, but if any, if every player worked on their mental game, they would, they would make strides in golf. I mean, forget the physical stuff. Like if you were working on your control of mental game, that would be the key. Love yeah. Favorite golfer of all time. 10 cup. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Again, also cliche. It has to be tiger. And that's only because, I grew up in the surge of Tiger. You know, I'm right in that perfect age range where every kid, including myself, was spending, well, I was spending two hours a night on the putting green five days a week and like mumbling to myself that I was Tiger on the 18th at Augusta and, you know, all the cliche stuff that he would have to be most inspirational, at least. What about right now? Is there anyone right now on the tour that you uh, that you really enjoy watching or um, not? There's a few guys I enjoy watching that that haven't always been as successful, too. I mean, I've always been a big Fowler fan, big Ricky Fowler fan. He's just because of his demeanor, you know. Now, Butch Harmon came down hard on him once oh, yeah. for, for uh, hey, are you trying to be a social media superstar or do you want to actually win golf tournaments? <laughs> Which, it's like, yeah, I, I can kind of see why, why he had to say that. But, but Ricky is such a classy dude. Like, I, a lot of people really – really respect him on the course. Yeah. So I always enjoy watching him. And and it's been said that I have a putting stroke that mimics Ricky Fowler's. Well, we had a putting yes. lesson and uh, yeah. it was very brief, but hopefully you can yeah. teach me more about putting. Yeah. yeah I need to, need to work yeah. on that. 
Um, if you're at a golf course, John, uh, and we're in our best, best for last segment with John Snyder, the founder of Imperial Golf. Their website is imperialgolfkc.com. Are you? What are you eating? What are you drinking? Uh, do you do you bring your lunch? Do you buy a hot dog at the turn? Do you ever drink on a golf course? What What do you do? Uh, there's a few rules there. Uh, I always joke with students that I look like the healthiest son of a gun on the golf course, not off the golf course, but just on the golf course. Okay. <laughs> but no, so that something that's really important on the course is sustained energy. Like you don't want fake energy. So you know, sugar generally not good. So like. Gatorade a little bit here, okay, but like now you shouldn't be eating candy bars. You shouldn't be eating hot dogs for gosh sakes. Uh, one little trick that that Tiger does is or used to do a lot was make a PB and J on whole grain bread, and then he'd slice it into three pieces, and then eat a piece every six holes. And it gives okay. you this like perfect balance of energy. Plus, you might throw in a little trail mix or like a banana or something like that, half a banana. Um, uh, and so tons of tons of water. Doing all the wrong things because I chug Gatorade on the top. <laughs> yeah, that's how you crash and burn. <laughs> well, really noted. I'm going to start. Uh, yeah. God, I haven't had a PB and J in a long time. Well, it's a I perfect balance. Going up for my uh, training sessions with you with like a PB and J cut into three slices. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, like 10, uh, John, 10 minutes. John, we got a few seconds, uh, a few minutes left. Um, what has been your favorite thing about being in Kansas City now that, you know, you're, you're a transplant here, you didn't grow up here? Uh, what what have you really embraced about Kansas City? I know you're working all the time, but is there one thing or a couple things you've really <laughs> enjoyed? Um, it is a, like, really balanced city. It's a fun city. There's a lot to do here for sure. And the, the people – in my experience, the people have been phenomenal. I mean, it's it, it feels like home to me because it's it's still the Midwest, and so you know I get along with the people well here, similar mindsets and whatnot. But um, my wife and I, we've enjoyed going to sporting events. I mean, ironically, we're in no way fans of any Kansas City team. Well, that's not true. My wife's kind of a Royals fan, but yeah. I'm a card I'm a Cardinals fan, which means everyone just. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and everyone's guy so, Yeah, and I'm a big I'm a big Hawkeye. Yeah, so we love the Hawkeyes. I mean, in Iowa, they're their religion for us, basically. But in so, Iowa, do they root for the uh, the Chiefs or the uh, the uh, Vikings or the Packers? Who who are we rooting for? It's, I know it's just, you, you get into Cubs country up there. Yeah, my brother's a big Cubs fan, so we're always at each other's throats. But. Um, you know, pro teams, it's a spread. Now, my, most of my family is from Wisconsin, so we're all Packers fans. Got it. Okay. Yeah. We won't hold those things against you because more people <laughs> outside of Kansas City will listen to the show, too. So, um, John Snyder, ImperialGolfKC.com is the website. I uh, I love this place. I go there all the time. John is helping me with my golf game. Um, they have a simulator. They're going to be expanding. Uh, you can find out more information at imperialgolfkc.com where you can book your swing analysis, your lessons, your golf simulator time. I played uh, St. Andrews on Saturday. It's an awesome business, John. I appreciate you coming on the show today and sharing your story and, and everything that you're doing uh, to try to grow to help golfers here in the community of Kansas City. Yeah, thanks, man. And thank you for assisting us and with that with that growth and everything, too. Reach out to me uh, at Jason Grill on Twitter. We will talk soon. Have a great week. Take care. <laughs>